ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. 1-1 pitch. Fastball hit to right field and well hit. That one's going to be over his head all the way to the wall and off the wall. That'll be at least a double. They'll send the runner. The cutoff throw. And they will not have a play at the plate. It's a triple. Brayden Anderson. Today, the Kearney Bearcats return home for a doubleheader against the Junior Jays of Omaha Creighton Prep. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Let's see if Faye brings another one home. Here it is. Curveball punched towards left field, and it's going to fall in there. Both runs will come around to score. It's a five-run inning for Carney and a two-RBI single for Easton Bruce. Creighton Prep is in the middle of six games this week and makes their only trip west of Lincoln today to face a Carney team that will look to bounce back from a Monday loss to ninth-ranked Miller North. It's the Junior Jays and the Bearcats coming up next, but first, it's time for the Hokemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Carney right after this word from Hokemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hokemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. Hey, good afternoon again, everyone. Welcome back to Historic Memorial Field for Game 2 of this afternoon's doubleheader between the Bearcats and the Junior Jays of Creighton Prep. Along with our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us as we get ready for Game 2. Game 1 didn't go very well for Carney. Creighton Prep come out and put four on them in the top of the first. Carney was down 6 nothing going to the bottom of the second, but got the bases loaded. An infield chopper made it 6-1. They loaded the bases again, but couldn't score and were held to five hits, while Creighton Prep, 13 runs on 15 hits. They put up a six spot in the fourth and one more in the fifth and won the ball game by a score of 13-1. to This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. A lot different look for what Carney's going to put out here in game two as compared to what we will see from Creighton Prep. A lot of the same lineup. We'll give you the starters right after this. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Well, our umpires behind the plate, Ricky Trammell, of course, a former UNK baseball player. Jimmy Langan will be on the bases. 
The starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The top six, the same as it was in game one for Creighton Prep, Sam Ryberg, Parker Mooney, Grant Hatcher, Brooke Laney, Ryan Bauer, and Kalen Picota. Then it's Kobe Hatcher, Jack Stessman, and Drew Jensen. To throw in game two, Braden Anderson, the last couple times out against Lincoln Northstar, a pair of 2-1 losses, and he'll fire the first pitch in here for strike number one. We'll look at Kearney here in just a moment. Playing in at third, Corbin Rich, and this one is going to be lined into center field for a base hit. So Sam Ryberg starts the ball game off with a single to center field. For Carney High, their batting order will be the left fielder, Cale Conrad, then shortstop Dawson Stutz and pitcher Braden Anderson. Tanner Johnson, still the cleanup hitter. He's going to play second. Corbin Rich is at third, batting fifth. Easton Bruce batting sixth is in center. Max Myers will DH and bat seventh. Cash Roseberry's at first, batting eighth. And Dylan Wells catching, batting ninth. Creed Martin is in right. So Parker Mooney, who had a great time the first uh, ball game, as he was two for two with two doubles, a walk, two runs scored, and an RBI will stand in there. The first four batters for Creighton Prep will all hit from the left side, and they had no problem trying to steal bases in the first game, so Anderson throws over to first. Now comes set and delivers, and they'll take the pitch that's just outside for ball one to the first baseman, Parker Mooney. So Conrad in left, Bruce in center, Martin in right, Rich at third, Johnson at second, Roseberry at first, and Dawson Stutz now at shortstop. Dylan Welsh is catching, and Braden Anderson is on the mound. And a throw back over to first. Roseberry slaps it on him, and he's safe. Some speed on this Creighton Prep team. As we said, they were ranked second in the preseason, but have struggled. They were 5-0, and but since then... Uh, went five and nine, and then got the last win here. So they're eleven and nine. Carney's nine and twelve. Starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. As the next pitch is a fastball outside, ball two. Anderson knows there's some speed over there. Might try to overthrow a couple of pitches in there, so he's got to be careful. And Creighton Prep did a good job when they got ahead of the count of pulling the ball and hitting it in the gap. They had six doubles last game. Fastball low and in. So three and zero. Oh. And Creighton Prep already with visions of having another big first inning. Leadoff single by Ryberg and Mooney ahead in the count 3-0. Grant Hatcher will be next, then Brock Laney. Not such a big lead over at first, not going anywhere on 3-0 anyway. And here's one for strike one. So three balls, one strike. Coach Mooney's team did a little bit of everything in the first game. There was straight steals, there were hit and runs, suicide squeeze, safety squeezes. They... Utilized everything, trying to come out west. Their only trip west of Lincoln is today. They played a couple teams in Missouri and Kansas, too. The 3-1 pitch from Anderson. There goes the runner. Doesn't matter. It's low. Ball four. So a single and a walk. The first two men reach here to start the ball game for Carney, or for Creighton Prep. Grant Hatcher was the DH last game. He'll play shortstop this game. Last game, he was 3-for-3 with a sacrifice bunt, a single, two doubles, and two RBI. He also scored three times, so he had a lot of fun last game just as the DH. And the pitch from Anderson going to be bunted down the third baseline, but foul. And we saw him do that, had that sacrifice bunt last game. They weren't afraid to bunt in the middle of the lineup. And it's 0-1-1 to Hatcher. Rich playing in at third. They've moved him back and forth from third to first. Corbin had some throwing issues 
for a little while, tried to get him over at first so that he wouldn't have to worry about that so much. He's really a good fielding third baseman, and last couple games over there, he hasn't had any problems with the throws. Now the infield getting set. Roseberry's going to come inside the bag at first, hoping that the bunt goes his way. Anderson ahead in the count, 0-1. He may not even bunt this time. Hatcher waiting. Here's the pitch. Squares, bunts. That's a perfect one down the third baseline. Fielded by Anderson, and he gets it over to the first baseman, which is Tanner Johnson covering, and they are going to call him out. The ball did pop out of his glove, but that was on a transfer. So a sacrifice bunt for Grant Hatcher, second one of the day, and that puts two runners in scoring position for the cleanup hitter, the designated hitter, Brock Laney. He was really the only guy that struggled last game. He did single and drive in a run in his last at bat, but was one for four, and he'll be the DH here. Out of the full windup now, the pitch is a nice one, swung on and missed, took something off of it, 0-1. So Braden Anderson with runners at second and third, can't really go anywhere, so he's going to go full windup here, feels more comfortable than out of the stretch. Top of the first, game two. Creighton Prep dominated the opener 13-1, the 0-1 pitch. And a check swing outside. They're going to make a late call, say strike two. Didn't indicate that he went around, just indicated that it was a strike. So 0-2, Anderson could really use a strikeout here. Runners at second and third to start the game, and only one out. The 0-2 pitch, Delaney, is going to be chopped right back to the pitcher, and they've got the runner between third and home. They'll fire home, they'll lay the tag on, and he is out. Nice job by the pitcher, Braden Anderson, and holding on, Dylan Welsh at the plate. Ryberg was off on the contact. And two outs now with Mooney moving over to third and Laney reaching on the fielder's choice. And now we've got some discussion. I don't know the home plate umpire, uh, Ricky Trammell, who's new to the high school baseball scene. I believe this is the first high school game he's called behind the plate. He's out to the veteran Jim Langan to discuss something. And it looks like whatever happened, happened. All the runners are going to stay where they're at. So runners at first and third. And that will bring up Ryan Bauer, the third baseman for Creighton Prep. That's where he played in the first game, and he was three for three. With two singles, a double, and three RBIs, he scored twice. And now Dylan Welsh out with the infield signals, just in case Laney takes off from first. They did that almost every time in the first four innings of game number one. Myers, the number one catcher, now the DH. And Anderson's pitch, he'll throw a curveball in there for strike one. 0-1. So Carney trying to work around the single and walk to start the ball game here by Ryberg and Mooney, who are at third and second. Well, excuse me, uh, they threw out Ryberg, so you got Mooney at third and Laney at first. Top of the first, no score, but two men on. The 0-1 pitch from Braden Anderson. Fastball swung through it, strike two. And Bauer now down to the count, 0-2. A few more people making their way to the ballpark, maybe after work, but it's not a pleasant one. The wind did go down a little bit, but game one we started 47 degrees with the wind up to 27 mile an hour. Temperature did get up to 53. We'll give you the update here in just a second. This pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Anderson with the fist pump, and he will get the strikeout. So two runners left on. There were no runs. There was one hit. 
There were no errors, and two men left on base after a half inning. Creighton prep nothing, and Carney coming to bat. You're listening to High School Baseball, brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. We go to the bottom of the first in game two. It'll be Cale Conrad, Dawson Stutz, and Braden Anderson to lead things off here for the Kearney Bearcats as they come to the plate in the first inning this time in a tie ball game. Game one, it was 4-0 in favor of prep. Today they will face in game two a lefty in Robert O'Malley. And lefty-on-lefty matchup. He'll start with a pitch high, ball one. 1-0. 1-0. So it's Conrad, Stutz, Anderson, Johnson, Rich, Bruce, Myers, Roseberry, and Welsh. The nine to come to the plate here for Carney. Fastball bounces. Low ball two. Also another catcher for Creighton Prep. Nobody trying to use them both games. Kalen Pakota is behind the dish here. 2-0 pitch now to Conrad. And he'll take one down the middle for strike one. Two balls and one strike. Conrad did have a base hit in the first inning of the opening game. He ended up going one for three, fouled out to deep left with the bases loaded. Here he'll foul one straight back to the net. Two and two. Our foul ball sponsor is Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Ryan Bruna or Lori Rogers. 46 degrees with the little wind chill. 52 degrees actual temp. South winds at 21 right now here at Memorial Field, as you can hear it whipping in the background. Now the 2-2 pitch to the left fielder, Cale Conrad. Big hook that he fouls back to the screen. 2-2. Two and two. Defensively here for Creighton Prep. Sam Ryberg in left, Drew Jensen in center, Jack Stessman the right fielder this game. Ryan Bauer at third. Kobe Hatcher will get to play at second this time. Parker Mooney at first and Grant Hatcher, who DH last game is at short. Pakota is the catcher and Robert O'Malley is on the dish. 2-2 pitch to the leadoff hitter, Cale Conrad, and it almost hit him. It was up and in right by the helmet. This count is full, 3-2. and two. In the Loper Backers Banquet going on tonight. 
Social Hour just beginning out at the Unis Center. 3-2 pitch. Swung on and skied into the infield. The wind's going to mess with this. Third baseman Ryan Bauer calls it, sticks his glove as far as he can behind his head, and able to make the catch. Four out number one. So there have been no gifts. The wind really hasn't forced any errors in the baseball game. In the first game, and now here Dawson Stutz will step in, second batter. Shortstop for Carney in this game. Stutz played second base and was 0 for 2 in the opener. And the first pitch to Stutz. He'll take in there for strike one. Braden Anderson, the pitcher, is on deck. Tanner Johnson staying in the cleanup spot here in game two. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Quickly Stutz down on the count. 0-2. And O'Malley not wasting any time. He's ready to go. Swung on and missed. Just blew the fastball by him. Three pitches, three strikes, and out number two here at the bottom of the first. That'll bring up the pitcher. Braden Anderson with two outs and nobody on here in the bottom of the first. Anderson was the leadoff hitter and reached on a fielder's choice. He had the only RBI 0 for 3 in the opening game in the leadoff spot. Looking for a 1-2-3 inning is O'Malley. The first pitch, Braden swings at it and misses just over the outside corner. Strike one. So some good velocity, it appears, from O'Malley. He may just stay with that. Here's one outside, ball one, one and one. And again, hit the glove, threw it right where he wanted. Tried to get Anderson to go chase it. One ball, one strike, two outs, scoreless in the bottom of the first of game two. And the pitch from O'Malley drops a change up low, ball two, two and one. Again, game one, Creighton Prep jumped out early and never looked back, 13 to one over Carney. Carney heads to Norfolk to play Grand Island and Omaha South Saturday. The pitch swung on and fouled back into the parking lot. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs here in the first. Home against Ron Colley and Bennington for prep. You don't forget you can hear all of our games live or the podcast at any time from any of the seasons at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. The 2-2 pitch to Anderson. Low ball three, big track meet over at Lexington tomorrow. A lot of area teams will be competing in the Bader Invitational. So payoff pitch now from O'Malley. The 3-2 to Braden Anderson, and he'll hit it towards right field, but it's going to sail foul and out of play. So another 3-2 pitch. For Anderson, Tanner Johnson waiting on deck, hoping to get a chance to bat here in the bottom of the first. O'Malley trying to set Carney down in order, and the pitch fouled away again down the right field line. So Anderson staying alive. Carney didn't exactly pull a lot of pitches in that first game. A lot of their foul balls were like that. There were a couple they yanked on changeups. And again, the 3-2 pitch. To Brayden Anderson, and that one's going to be skied in the infield again. Second baseman Kobe Hatcher calling it and makes the catch. Three up and three at down with two high flyouts in the infield. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. After one, Carney and Creighton prep scoreless here on ESPN Tri-City. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. 
with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you in part by Great Western Bank, making life great. We go to the top of the second inning. It's scoreless. Kalen Pakota, Kobe Hatcher, Jack Stessman, 6-7-8 and eight. on the mound here for Carney Braden Anderson, and he fools him on the first pitch, a half-hearted swing for strike one. Great Prep got their first two men on base in the first inning, but could not score. One of them thrown out at the plate on the chopper back to Anderson. Big curveball is going to be knifed into right field. That looks like it's no man's land, but Tanner Johnson comes over and makes a diving catch. Nice play by Johnson to steal away a Texas leaguer and out number one. That'll bring up the second baseman, Kobe Hatcher. He got a pinch hit appearance and flew out to center in the first game. He's the second baseman here in game number two. Roseberry playing deep at first, even with the bag at third is Corbin Rich. Middle infielders playing about as far back as you can play and still call them infielders as Anderson attempts a curveball that stays well inside for ball one. Again, the wind still about 20. It just doesn't look so bad out there on the flags. Playing a little shallow and left is Kale Conrad for the way the wind's blowing. Fastball. Down the middle, but low, apparently. Ball two. Two and oh. Braden Anderson settles in, gets the ball in his glove, and fires away. Over the outside corner for strike number one. Two balls, one strike to Hatcher. The right fielder, Jack Stessman, is on deck here for Creighton Prep. Another lefty, a bevy of lefties for the Junior Jays. And Anderson's 2-1 pitch. Fastball that's fouled down the right field line and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Wendy Vosser, Robert Kyatt, among your many fine sponsors at Home Real Estate. Take care of you. Two balls and two strikes now to Hatcher. And Anderson wheels and deals. It's chopped towards third. Rich backhand it. They're going to call it foul. He makes the long throw across. It would have been a bang-bang play. Again, we talked about it. Rich fields about everything that's hit to him. But it was just foul. 
So we'll do it again. Hatcher was all over that breaking pitch. Now let's see if Anderson just tries to blow a fastball by him here on the 2-2. One out and nobody on here in the top of the second. Time called as Anderson took a little extra time out there. And we'll do it again. Two balls and two strikes to Kobe Hatcher. Anderson's pitch. Fastball hit into center field and well hit. Bruce is back, should have a play on it, and he's got it. Boy, Hatcher was right on that. He hit it on the nose, but that's as far as he can hit it. And it's fly out to center. Right fielder, number 15. So two up, two down here in the second. And the right fielder, Jack Stessman, will come into the ball game. Stessman came in and struck out in his only pinch hit appearance in that first game in the fifth. He's a lefty in the pitch over the outside corner to the left-hander for strike one. Creighton Prep has not been set down in order yet this afternoon. Anderson would love to do it here. And the 0-1. Outside, ball one. Not expecting the bunt. Everybody playing back at the corners with two outs. And Anderson's 1-1 pitch. Outside, ball two, two and one. Drew Jensen, who actually is hitting over 300, sets in the nine hole, and he's on deck. For a team that's batting 296 coming into the day, they're now probably almost at 300 after the 15 hits in five innings. And this pitch is going to be low or a strike? What did he call? Late strike. Two and two. So two balls, two strikes. Two outs, nobody on. And the pitch is outside to Stessman, so the count goes full. Anderson all the way here with the right fielder, Jack Stessman. And the 3-2 pitch is on the way. And it is just out of the zone. Carney was starting to walk towards the dugout. Ball four. So the second walk of the ball game here for Braden Anderson, and that'll bring up the center fielder, Drew Jensen. Jensen, one hit in the first game, doubled in the fourth and drove in a run. He was one for three. Also was the number nine hitter last game. Fastball grounded to short, scooping an easy play at second from Stutz to Johnson, and that will force out Jack Stessman, and that is the end of the top of the second inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on via the walk. We go to the bottom of the second. Creighton Prep and Carney tied at zero here on ESPN Tri-Cities. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. 
Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And again, ready to go. And with the, the juniors playing at Elkhorn North today, anybody that might have been banged up would have been on the junior side, according to Coach Brad Archer. So we go to the bottom of the second. Carney went in order in the first, so it's 4-5-6, Tanner Johnson, Corbin Rich, and Easton Bruce. And Johnson grounds the first one right at the shortstop, Grant Hatcher. And the throw is going to be in the dirt, and safe on the throwing error is Tanner Johnson. Boy, there haven't been many mistakes by Creighton Prep all ball game long, but Johnson reaches on the throwing error. It looked like it was going to be backhanded there by Parker Mooney, but it pulled him off the bag towards right field. And that'll bring up Corbin Rich. He was the only Bearcat to get two hits in the first game. He was two for three, scored the only run, and grounded out to second the other time. So Johnson on base, gets a nice lead over there against the lefty, and O'Malley fires at home, and breaking balls down, low ball one. As we said, the Huskers go to Michigan State this weekend. Hastings College and Coach Sponberg busy trying to get some wins and stay in the hunt to make the postseason GPAC tournament. And the 1-0 pitch from O'Malley. High leg kick, fires it outside, ball two. UNK softball is at home. Hastings College is also in action, of course, on this weekend. We'll get an update on the Hastings College men's soccer game here in just a little bit. They kicked off at five, should be close to halftime down at the national tournament. Rich is going to take this one low, ball three. So 3-0 three and oh to Corbin Rich. Here in the bottom of the second, scoreless with Creighton Prep. Prep did win the opener 13-1. to And Rich going to watch this 3-0 pitch come right down the middle for strike one. Easton Bruce is on deck. Then it would be Max Myers. Myers tatered one last game that the center fielder, Drew Jensen, made a great catch on to rob him of a hit. 3-1 pitch to Corbin Rich. Johnson over at first. Swung on and hit it to center field right at Jensen. He'll come over about five steps and haul it in. So Rich flies out to center, and that'll bring up Carney's center fielder, number one, Easton Bruce. Number one. Bruce ended the ball game, called out on strikes. He reached on an error, but he ripped the ball. It was a tough luck error, but he ripped it right off the second baseman's glove, right in the pocket, and he just didn't hold it. And then he walked, and he struck out to end the game. The lefty stands in there after Johnson reached on an error. One out here in the bottom of the second. And the pitch to Bruce blowing away. And Carney this year is a team that just doesn't steal bases. Uh, they have not stolen many at all. Creighton Prep was running all over the place in game one. Johnson with the lead. The kick in the pitch. Swung on and off the end of the bat out towards second. Backhanded over to short for one. Back to first. Safe on a bang-bang. Jimmy Langan on that one. But Easton Bruce, fielder's choice, just didn't hit it off the barrel. It was off the end of the bat, so it didn't get into center field. And a nice play there by Kobe Hatcher to Bro Grant. Just couldn't quite cover the double play. So Bruce is on with the fielder's choice. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Max Myers, with 
two out here in the bottom of the second of a scoreless ball game on KXPN Kearney. Odessa, Elm Creek, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And the pitch is going to be low ball one. One and zero. So here, so far in the second inning, O'Malley has not really jumped on top of the hitters. Johnson swung at a first pitch strike, but he's fallen behind to the next three. And the 1-0 pitch. Swung on right at short. It's off his glove and into left. So Carney, two errors to get their guys on base. Grant Hatcher had it right up by his face. and The toughest ones are the ones that are hit right at you. And an error. The second of the inning on Hatcher. One he threw in the ground and here right in his glove. So that'll bring up the first baseman, Cash Roseberry. Chance to get the first run of the ball game here. Holding down first base for Carney High. And for a while, O'Malley's just kind of walking around the mound, getting the defense set. Still two outs. Carney trying to get something going here with two outs. Roseberry waiting. And O'Malley's first pitch is going to be down the middle for strike one. Bruce is at second. Myers is at first. Roseberry at the plate. Carney still looking for their first hit. Two errors and a fielder's choice here in the second. And the 0-1 pitch to Roseberry. Swung on and base hit to right field. Will that be enough to get him in? They're going to send him around third. Easton Bruce and Carney takes the lead as the throw comes home. An RBI single for Cash Roseberry into right field. And Carney leads it by a score of one to nothing. Myers advanced to second. So two on, two out for Dylan Welsh, the catcher. Number 16, Dylan Welsh. He's a lefty for Carney. At least he bats left-handed. And a couple of different kids that, uh, like Tanner Johnson, throws right but bats left. And now Robert O'Malley checks the armband for how they'll set things up and what the pitch is to the number nine hitter, Welsh, trying to... Keep something going here. All this with two outs. And the pitch is a fastball that is outside and caught the corner for strike one. Myers at second. Roseberry at first. Roseberry, another one of the handful of players that has seen more action here over the last couple, three weeks than the first month of the season, or first three weeks if you want to. 0-1 pitch to Welsh. As the wind kicks up again, breaking ball, looks like a beauty. It's in there for strike number two. And it's 0-2. So O'Malley trying to get out of here after Carney scratches across to run on their first base hit of the ball game. Again, wind has kicked up, so the 0-2 pitch wants to keep it down. Swung on and fouled out of play into the parking lot down the left field line. Brought to you by... Home Real Estate, Rhonda Johnson, Steve Corum, your home real estate agents. Still 0-2 to Welsh. Cale Conrad would be next. By average, the leading hitter so far this season for Carney. And another 0-2 pitch. 
to the catcher, Welsh. Big curveball that goes over everybody's head to the backstop. It takes a big hop back to the catcher, Pakota, but no chance as the runners will advance on the wild pitch. So Myers to third and Roseberry to second. One and two to Welsh. Now a base hit could really get Carney off to a good start here. Make it 3 nothing. They're playing deep in the outfield, too. So the one-two pitch to Welsh. Another breaking ball that he flicks towards Coach Archer. Coach Archer says, I'm not going to play the in-between hop. Just let that thing get down there to the bullpen. That's just a good job of protecting the plate there, though, by Welsh. One and two. Again. And field is deep as well at all positions for Creighton Prep. And O'Malley again will deliver the one-two pitch. Welsh will chop it towards second. Slow roller. It's scooped and dropped. And the third error of the inning on Creighton Prep. Carney's been on the other side of this so many times. They're finally getting some help. O'Malley is frustrated. He knows he should have been out of this inning with maybe not even a base runner. But an error over at second. And scoring is Max Myers. Roseberry gets over to third. Two to nothing, Carney here in the bottom of the third. Still two on and two out. And Cale Conrad, who towered one on the infield, that was taken by the third baseman Ryan Bauer to start the ball game for Carney, will stand in there. Again, looking for Cale to drive in some runs. RBI opportunity again here for the left-hander. And Conrad's first pitch behind him. Again, trying to throw a big curveball. But that was... I don't know how far behind him that was. Like started five feet behind him. Ball one. So now O'Malley's got to settle down a little bit. He'd had success with the fastball in the first inning. And the pitch, fastball but low. And it's 2-0. So here we go again. Carney left nine men on base in the five innings of that first game. Trying to not have that happen here. Get them on, get them in. Already 2-0 Bearcats. 2-0, two on, two out. Conrad, the pitch. Fastball up and away, ball three. And just like that, some confidence shaken by O'Malley. He can't, hard to say, you can't let those errors bother you because you're pitching well, but they probably have three errors in the inning and just one hit, the single to right for Roseberry. 3-0 Conrad. We'll just have to take it. It's in there for strike one. Dawson Stutz is on deck. Roseberry at third. Welsh at first. Two across here. The seventh man to come to the plate in the inning for Carney. Cale Conrad. The 3-1. Swung on and chopped towards second. Slow roller. He'll pick it up. The force play is at second. And they're able to get Dylan Welsh. So, Carney will pick up two runs here in the bottom of the second inning. One hit, there were three Creighton Prep errors after they only had one total the first game. And Carney leaves two men on base. After two, it's Carney two, Creighton Prep nothing on ESPN Tri-Cities, our high school baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank. We are into the final third of the month of April. That means more nominations for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. One male, one female each month. Casey Pierce of Pleasanton, Matt Wiseman of Gibbon, our winners last month. We've had a ton over the last three years, but you have to nominate them. PlatteRiverPreps.com, fill out the short form, and your athlete could be the next 
to be our athlete of the month. Top of the order, Sam Ryberg, Parker Mooney, Grant Hatcher for Creighton Prep as we start the top of the third inning. And the first pitch from Braden Anderson taken for a strike. 0-1-1. Ryberg started the ball game with a sharp single. And he'll take another one that is outside this time. 1-1. One and one. So both those pitches almost in the same spot. One caught it, one didn't. Creighton Prep had the first two men on but did not score. And here's one hit to the opposite field. Base hit for Sam Ryberg. So just took that one right to left. The ball's bobbled. They're going to have a play here at second if they let it come through. But sliding in there safely, there's an error in left. That allowed Ryberg to turn the single into a second base trip. So the ball just bounced out of Conrad's hands out there. And Carney with their first error of the ball game. Parker Mooney walked in the first and was stranded at third. But he and Hatcher, who's next, magnificent game ones. Neither one of them officially were put out because Mooney was two for two with two doubles and a walk, and Hatcher was three for three with two doubles and a sacrifice bunt. And a little time called here. Dylan Walsh goes out to talk to Braden Anderson. So Carney gets two in the bottom of the second, and Creighton Prep trying to get right back at it here in the top of the third. So Parker Mooney, the left-hander, stands in there. Waiting for Braden Anderson. Not a big lead at second. Again, the shortstop holding on the pitch. They squared a bunt, and it's a breaking ball in there for strike two. So it's 0-2. Oh, excuse me, 0-1 to Parker Mooney. With Braden Anderson. That brings in the third baseman, Corbin Rich. That brings in the first baseman, Cash Roseberry. Cash way inside the first base bag. 0-1-1 to Mooney. And the pitch squares to Bunt again. Drops it down the third baseline. Wheel play in. Rich throws over. Johnson's there. They've got him. So the sacrifice Bunt by Parker Mooney. From third to first. Shortstop number 16, Grant Hatcher. For the first out. But that does advance Ryberg to third. And brings up the shortstop, Grant Hatcher. He had a sacrifice Bunt his first time up. So Creighton Prep just trying to get that first run across, and then we'll see what happens. And he stands at third with one out here in the top of the third. 2-0 Carney. It was 13-1 Creighton Prep in five innings in the opener. Carney's last win came against Lincoln High in the consolation game last Thursday, which we had for you down at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Pitches low for ball one to Hatcher. Anderson. Back to the full windup, and the fastball high. Ball two. Brock Laney is on deck. 2-0 Carney. Again, we'll have a little break here. Our next ball game for the Bearcats a week from Saturday, and then a week from Monday against Burke. Here's one grounded just over the pitcher's head. That'll get the run in. It's snagged by Johnson over to Roseberry for out number two. But Hatcher... Does pick up the first RBI of the ball game here for Omaha Creighton Prep. Makes it 2-1. to Designated hitter number 24, Brock Laney. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Brock Laney. 
reached on a fielder's choice in the first as Carney was able to throw out Ryberg trying to score from third. And the first pitch in there for strike one. 0-1-1. Two to one, Carney. Two outs here in the top of the third. The bases are now cleared with two outs. And the lefty Laney looks at one low. One and one. Again, you got to bundle up if you want to watch some baseball and set outside here today. The pitch, fastball right at second baseman Johnson. He's got it. Picks it up, and Tanner's had a few opportunities already. Already made a nice diving catch in short right, and he makes his second straight put out. In fact, he actually had three in a row because he had to cover the bag on the uh, sacrifice bunt. So one run on one hit. There was one error, and there was nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Creighton Prep trailing here at Kearney, 2-1 to one on ESPN Tri-Cities. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. First pitch is fouled back here by Dawson Stutz. He went down on strikes in the first. Stutz, Braden Anderson, Tanner Johnson, bottom of the third. Carney up 2-1. to one. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Jeff Babel on KXPN AM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. From Memorial Field in Carney. pitch is outside 1-1 one and one to Stutz. And Robert O'Malley's pitch is going to be looped into foul territory. The catcher will not be able to find it or get to it in time. Pakota. Picks it up and fires it back out. One and two. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Mark Shipperwright, Robert Fitzgerald. Among your Home Real Estate agents. Again, two in the second for Carney. One in the top of the third for Prep. We're in the bottom of the third. First game was 13-1 to one in favor of Prep. But Carney striking first here. But got some help. There were three Prep errors last inning. Pitches off the end of the bat. Foul. One and two for Dawson Stutz. Not expecting them to pull it off the left-hander. Even the third baseman playing almost to the outfield here. 
Surprised Carney hasn't tried to lay down a bunt, even though there's two strikes. Uh, they back up a little bit. Here's another one. Knife down the right field line. The wind won't hold it long enough, despite the great chase there from Mark Parker Mooney. It falls foul. Getting not quite towards the end of the spring season. There's still time before the conference track meets are coming up. But uh, we are definitely in the second half of the spring sports season, which didn't get to take place last year. So everybody loving what they're seeing right here. Carney trying to split this doubleheader. But a long way to go. Another 1-2 pitch here to the shortstop, Dawson Stutz. And another one fouled. That one's off the catcher. And so our home plate umpire, Mr. Trammell, will walk the baseball out to the pitcher to give Pakota some time to readjust the face mask. He's fine, but sometimes you got to twist it around a little bit. Our high school baseball brought to you by Good Evans. Live well, love well, goodevans.com. Doug Duda with you on this windy Thursday as the sun actually breaking through pretty good right now here at Memorial Field for the first time. Fastball fisted and back out of play again. Taking a look at the Class A rankings this week, Bellevue West, number one, according to the World Herald, after winning the hack, Bergen is second, then Lincoln East, Millard West, and Millard South. One-two pitch. That bounces almost hit him in the foot. <laughs> it's going to be two and two. As one of the fans says, wear it. Yeah, the first instinct, though, is always, get out of the way. And two balls, two strikes. Stutz is making O'Malley work. 2-2 pitch, way outside, ball three. And if Stutz reaches base here, I don't care if it's walk, hit, error, he should get a heck of a hand. This has been a great at-bat by Stutz. Staying alive, fouling off pitches. And O'Malley still has one more chance here. The 3-2 pitch, swung on down the right field line. It's going to be in the air long enough, in the sun, and caught by Jack Stessman. So a good at-bat, but Stutz does fly out to right field. And that'll bring up the pitcher, Braden Anderson, who hit a towering infield shot that was caught by the second baseman, Kobe Hatcher. So it was three up, three down in the first, and Anderson was the third of those three outs. And the first pitch to him here, he would love a fastball, but instead a curveball comes in there and it's too low. Got some pretty good action on it, but... Too much action. 1-0. The 1-0 pitch to Anderson. Fastball swung through it. Boy, he took a mighty cut at that one. And it is 1-1. Carney golf team did find a way to get into third place, it looks like, today at the Columbus Invite. Fastball outside, swung on and missed. Strike two, 1-2 to Anderson. Tanner Johnson is on deck. And Cole Federson of Kearney is your medalist, a three over 75. Marcus Holling of Grand Island was second with a 77. Pitch way inside again here, and it's two and two. So Cole Federson picking up the championship in the windy Columbus invite. I think he's already been recruited for a few scramble teams when he graduates. Here's the pitch. Swung on right back up the middle. It'll be gloved by the pitcher O'Malley, and he'll toss over to first, and Anderson is retired for the second time. So two up, two down here in the third. That'll bring up the second baseman, Tanner Johnson. 
He reached on a throwing error of the shortstop in the second inning. Now up second baseman Tanner Johnson. 2-1 Carney here in the bottom of the third. I believe Grand Island was second as a team at that Columbus invite, and Westside at last check won it. Obviously took a while with the win today. The first pitch here, breaking ball. Oh, he had him jumping out of the way, but that one broke back across the plate. We talked about the amount of movement he has, and that one came all the way back in there and caught the inside half for strike one. Johnson doesn't move much either. Lefty versus lefty, knifes it at third, off the body of Bauer. He picks it up, he throws, good stretch. They got him, nice play by Ryan Bauer on one that was hit right off the chest. So for the second time, three up and three down, but in between, Carney got two in the second. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. After three, it's Carney two and Creighton Prep one. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Did have some high school boys basketball news at a couple of venues today. First, we were told this morning that Rusty Fuller, the football coach at St. Paul, is now going to take over the boys basketball coach. Of course, Coach Reich went back to his home uh, down at Fillmore Central, and now Carson Bloom, an alum of Minden, is going to take over the Whippet program. So a couple of new coaches in the area. Minden plays St. Paul after the first of the year, so... They'll face off. We go to the top of the fourth here, and Braden Anderson toes the hill again. He's given up a couple of hits. And up first for Creighton Prep, Ryan Bauer, who just ended the inning with the good defensive play, then Kalen Pakota and Kobe Hatcher. Five, six, seven here in the top of the fourth, and that's going to be popped up into the infield. Second and short calling. Short will take it. Almost tripped over the second base bag, but Dawson Stutz knew where he was and is able to haul in the first out of the fourth. So Bauer 0 of 2. Pakoda, who flew out to the second baseman, Johnson, will stand in there. A lot different game than what we saw in the opener where Creighton Prep was right on point with the baseball bats. Six doubles, 15 hits in the game. And the first pitch to Pakoda popped into right field. Creed Martin fighting the sun, but right to him. He'll come in about five steps and make the catch. One thing that I've never really heard before was that Coach Archer told us about a week ago, and we haven't seen much of it. He goes, Creed's our sun guy. He's our sun player. If the sun's going to be heavy in left, we put him in left. If it's going to be heavy in right, we put him in right. He goes, because he can handle it. He finds a way to block the sun, and it's definitely glaring right now. Two quick outs here for Braden Anderson, and that'll bring up Kobe Hatcher, who flew to fairly deep center his first time up. But Easton Bruce was able to track it down. 
And the pitch from Anderson. Fastball high. Ball one. Can't get a three-pitch inning when you throw one up there. Bauer and Pakota each swung at the first pitch and maybe even a take sign there for Hatcher. 1-0. Pitch swung out and fouled straight back. 1-1. One one. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Teresa DeLate, Amy Johnson among your home real estate agents. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Jeff Babel with you. It's a doubleheader. Rare one at home this year for Carney Seniors. The 1-1. Drops a breaking ball low. Ball two. Jack Stessman is on deck here. And the pitch is swung on and hit into right field. Martin takes a couple steps back. Now a couple steps in and makes the catch. So Hatcher flies out to right. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And we go to the bottom of the fourth. It's still Carney 2 and Creighton Prep 1. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! We will now go to the bottom of the fourth inning. As both teams went in order in their last at bat. Corbin Rich, Easton Bruce, Max Myers coming up here for Carney. They lead it by a score of a two to one as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, here is the latest from the NAIA tournament, Hastings College. Remember, they had COVID issues and had to forfeit out of the G-Pack. Well, their opponent today from Michigan had to COVID out, and Hastings will advance to the second round on Saturday at 2 o'clock against uh, Spring Arbor, Michigan. So, hate to see that either side, but Hastings will advance on with a no contest today. And Corbin Rich stands in there. He'll single to right field on the very first pitch here. Took the fastball outside and slapped it into right field. Rich with his third hit of the doubleheader today. And for Hastings, that game will be against either Rio Grande or Missouri Valley. It's Rio Grande. Rio everywhere else, but Rio Grande of Ohio, they're a perennial power. So Easton Bruce, who reached out a fielder's choice and scored the first run of the ball game, stands in there now for Carney High, leading it 2-1. to one. Bottom of the fourth against Robert O'Malley, the lefty, for Creighton Prep. Throw over to first. Rich was leaning towards second, but he's not going anywhere. So he was back in plenty of time. Max Myers, the designated hitter, is on deck. Carney looking for an insurance run. 
but Bruce probably not in there to bunt, but he does square to bunt, and it's way inside, and it gets to the backstop. That's a pass ball. And Corbin Rich will trot down to second base, and Bruce is ahead in the count, 1-0. So Coach Archer dropped it down, and now we will get a pinch runner for Corbin Rich because you can re-enter into the ball game for Carney, a young man that has done a lot of this, Riley Miller. He pitched in the first game, or was the starter anyway. He's done a lot of the pinch running or courtesy running. So Riley Miller, number 22, now in at second base with nobody out and a 1-0 to Easton Bruce. They still come in and anticipating the bunt at the corners. And they'll throw it to second. Boy, he did not see that. There's a play, and he's safe. Miller was... Pinch runner. For the Bearcats, Not 22, Riley in sync with what was going on out there. And that was close at second as the shortstop Grant Hatcher holding him on. Right on top of the plate, Easton Bruce wants to pull the baseball. Lefty on lefty. Again, a long time O'Malley. Now the 1-0 pitch. Inside, plunked him in the back. And two on now with nobody out. So Easton Bruce hit by the pitch. And Max Myers will stand in there. He reached on an error. He actually hit it right at the shortstop, but it bounced off the middle of his glove and went into left field. He eventually came around to score, and Coach Mooney now going to make a walk to the mound, and he's had guys warming up in the bullpen. Let's see if he makes a pitching change here as all of the infielders come in. I don't know. Again, okay, he hits a guy, but he hasn't had a lot of love from anybody right now. And coming up next, Myers is going to come down and talk to Coach Archer. Wouldn't be surprised to see him lay down a bunt. Again, Roseberry is on deck then, and he's the only man with an RBI. And Coach Mooney, everything stays the way it is. Two to one, Carney. Bottom of the fourth. Each team with just a couple of hits in the baseball game. In fact, Rich just got the second hit for Carney here in the bottom of the fourth inning to lead things off. And now Riley Miller is pinch running for him. But I'm sure Rich will come back in at third in the re-enter. So here are the signals from Coach Archer. Checking the armband again is the pitcher, Robert O'Malley. Everybody's now set as Max Myers steps in there. In really shallow at first, playing even with the bag at third. Anticipating Myers to bunt, he squares early. And now here's the pitch. Popped up, but it's going to be back enough that it makes the screen. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. So Myers down to the count, 0-1. And again, Max was trying to get it down the third baseline because Parker Mooney, he was halfway home. In fact, probably playing too shallow, to tell you the truth. You can play in, but you can really get burnt. I mean, if you could just bunt it where you wanted to, between first and pitch would be a base hit right now, most likely, if you could push it past the mound. But he's trying to advance, not bunt for a base hit. And they'll throw back to second. They'll fake the throw back to second. Miller, no problem. Not holding the runner on at first course. I mean, Mooney's 20 feet in front of the bag. 
by the time he squares, he'll be 30 to 40 feet in. And the pitch, not squaring, swings down the right field line, but it's foul. Off the netting. And now it's 0-2, and everybody goes back to their normal position. So Rich is at second. Bruce is at first, a base hit and a hit by pitch. An 0-2 count to Max Myers with nobody out here in the bottom of the fourth. Carney leading it. Two to nothing on KX or two to one, excuse me, on KXPN. Carney, Holdridge, Axtell, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Myers trying to come through here. 0-2 pitch on the way, and he'll swing through the fastball. Strike three, big strike out there for Robert O'Malley, just his second of the baseball game, and that'll bring up the first baseman, Cash Roseberry. Roseberry singled to right and drove in a run in the second inning. Two on, one out in the bottom of the fourth. And again, man, we talked about how Carney wasn't playing too deep. Now here comes the outfield in a little more. The center fielder, Drew Jensen, just took about five steps in, and he's still not playing shallow. And Ryberg is deep and left, shallow and right. And the fastball is high to Roseberry, ball one. Cash getting the start here at First base in game two with Anderson pitching and Rich back over to basically his normal position at third, but we've had a lot of first basemen. They've really switched the infielders up throughout the year. Roseberry waiting on the 1-0 pitch. O'Malley finally kicks and delivers, and that's going to be low. Ball two blocked nicely by Picota, and 2-0. And And there's just certain players that you know Love to see fastball. And now Cash has to make sure that he gets a good pitch because O'Malley is down on the count, 2-0, and and already two guys on. So O'Malley comes set, checks the runner at second, and the 2-0 pitch to Roseberry. Swung on and hit into right field again, but the right fielder comes over, and it's off his glove. Everybody, Oh, it's not caught. The runners don't know it. There's going to be at least one out. There's going to be two outs. All they got to do is throw it to second. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The runner from third, Rich, or he was headed to third, then he came back, so then Bruce headed back to first. And with the shot to right, neither one got a clear look. It went in and out of the glove of the diving Jack Stessman and one of the weirder double plays you will ever see. So no runs on two hits, no errors, and there ends up being one man left on base. We go to the top of the fifth, two to one in favor of Carney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. To start off the top of the fifth inning, and it's going to be Jack Stessman opposite field. He knocks it over the shortstop's head for a base hit. To lead things off, Drew Jensen is next. He's number nine in the order, and Sam Ryberg, the top of the order, will be next. Two to one, Carney, but a rare double play there, and expecting a bunt from Drew Jensen. Rich is in at third. He'll swing and hit it into right field. Creed Martin over, over, and makes the catch. So Martin has actually recorded the last three outs here for Carney. Sandwiched around that Jack Stessman single. And Sam Ryberg singled in the first and singled again in the third and scored the only run of the ball game. Our high school baseball on ESPN Radio brought to you by Great Western Bank, the Bike Shed, Home Real Estate, and Fanatics. 2-1 Carney. Roseberry singled to right. The runners thought the ball had been caught, but it was off the tip of his glove. There goes the runner, and a chance for Walsh to throw down, but they didn't get the bag covered, and he slides in there safely. Stessman with the stolen base. The shortstop, Dawson Stutz, had to take it on his side of the bag. I think Carney almost looked surprised on the steal there. But anyway, it bounced right off the tip of Jack Stessman's glove. But then he picked it up as the runners went back, threw it in to third baseman Ryan Bauer, stepped on the bag, and he flipped it down to the second baseman Kobe Hatcher and a double play off of a base hit. Pitch here is going to be outside to Sam Ryberg. Ryberg. Two balls, no strikes. Tying run at second with one out here in the top of the fifth. Again, game one as the win picks up. 13-1 Creighton Prep. Much different here in game number two. We're about an hour ten into it. Top of the fifth. Scheduled for seven. Braden Anderson has went the distance for Carney. Robert O'Malley has went the first four innings for the Junior Jays. But the pitch outside, ball three. Anderson had had a little bit better control. He did give up a couple of walks earlier. One of the first, one of the second. Here he'll just rear back and throw it down the middle for strike one. Three and one. And Carney goes north to Norfolk. And a swing and a miss, strike two. When they go up to Norfolk, they play Grand Island, who they've beaten twice. And then they get Omaha, somebody they wouldn't normally see, uh, most likely in Omaha South. That's going to be one of those that kind of rotates over the next few years, everybody kind of gets a host. Huge lead away from second. And then finally, Anderson looks back, and we're going to get timeout called at the plate. Boy, Stessman could have almost taken off there. He was a third of the way. 
before he came back. But time called. Full count now to Sam Ryberg with Parker Mooney on deck. And Anderson, again, long look, fires it way outside, ball four. Let the base runner kind of distract him again. He was in a good position, but walks Sam Ryberg, who is on base for the third straight time. And there is the third walk of the ball game for Anderson. Kind of crazy. He's now pitched in three straight 2-1 games. That was the final the last two starts, and it's 2-1 here. But at least his ball club has the lead. Parker Mooney has walked and then laid down a sacrifice bunt. Another lefty. The first four in the lineup are lefties. Big curveball outside, ball one. Carney does not have anyone warming up, but you might see like Easton Bruce be the next pitcher. Maybe Wegner come off the bench. But if it was him, I think we would have seen him warming up by now. And they'll throw to second, pickoff play. They got him! Sliding in on a bang-bang. It always is on those pickoffs. Nice job by Braden Anderson to Dawson Stutz. And they pick off Jack Stessman. So two outs now, and boy, that's got to make Coach Mooney a little unhappy over there. You had one out, the tying run at second. Now you've got two outs, and the tying run's over at first. And a 1-0 count to Parker Mooney. And the fastball is going to be called strike one, one and one. Grant Hatcher would be next. Big play. One ball, one strike, two outs. Things have slowed down a little bit here. Anderson trying to get back under control. That pickoff really helped. 1-1. And the fastball swung on and grounded towards the hole into right field. And the runner will have to stop at second. Creed Martin getting a lot of action here. Throws it all the way in over the cutoff, man. But Rich was ready for it. So a base hit to right for Parker Mooney. And the tying run back in scoring position. Ryberg at second. Mooney at first. Two out here in the fifth. And it's Grant Hatcher. He laid down the sacrifice bun in the first. And then grounded in. The only run of the game so far. Grounded to second, but Ryberg was over at third, and he was able to score on that ground out. And the lefty stands down there. He had a really good first game as well. And some time, and now Welsh is going to go out and talk to Braden Anderson. Again, Welsh usually catches the second game like he did at the hack tournament last Thursday. But he and Braden probably haven't been the battery all that often because Myers, the majority of the time, is going to be behind the dish. He was in game one. He's dh in here. And the first pitch to Grant Hatcher, eventually, by Braden Anderson, is going to be in there for strike number one. Hits the outside third. Brock Laney is next. But Anderson needs to focus on the batter. There's no doubt about it. Seems like the last three or four pitches, he's been looking around a little more. Taking a lot more time to throw the pitches here to the last three batters. Anderson again checks two or three times and brings it home. Another off-speed pitch that drops in there for strike two. So he drops it ahead of the count 0-2 against the shortstop Grant Hatcher. Two on, two out, and an 0-2 count to the three-hole hitter. 
Let's see what Anderson does. How about a fastball up out of the zone instead of that bounce it in the dirt stuff? Let's see what happens. The 0-2 pitch, fastball but outside. Ball one. Laney waiting on deck. Ryberg at second, Mooney at first. Carney up 2-1. to one. They got their two in the second with the help of three prep errors. And now the 1-2 pitch from Anderson. Chop foul brought to you by Home Real Estate. Teresa DeLate, Mike Lewis, Susan Bice, your Home Real Estate agents. Count remains 1-2. and two. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities, Carney will not return home until Saturday, May the 1st. That's a 12 noon game against Lincoln Southwest, who's 13-7 entering today. 1-2 pitch. Thought about it, but the fastball sailed enough outside that Hatcher's able to hold up. Two and two. So again, twos are wild. Two balls, two strikes. Two on, two out. Two to one, Carney. Here in the top of the fifth. Braden Anderson. What number is he? You got it. Two. And he brings it home. And it's going to be popped up into short left center. Who's going to take charge? Left fielder Kale Conrad in and makes the catch. And I'll tell you what, all year there's nothing secure, and I'm not saying Kale, anybody out there. That was not a gimme, but he's able to haul it in and leave two men on base. So here in the fifth, no runs. There was two hits. There were no Carney errors. The big pickoff at second, and still two men left on. We go to the bottom of the fifth, Carney 2, Creighton Prep 1, High School Baseball on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Insurance Connection, ENT Physicians, Johnson Landscape, and Optical Gallery. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Well, our producer, engineer Jeff Babel, Doug Duda, back with you at Historic Memorial Field. We go to the bottom of the fifth, 9-1-2 for Carney, Dylan Welsh, Kale Conrad, Dawson Stutz, as they're up 2-1, and the first pitch is in there for strike one from Robert O'Malley, the starter, here on the mound again in the fifth. He has one strikeout and no walks. Carney's been putting the ball in play, just not getting a lot of hits. Check swing. Do they say he went around? No. It's going to be low. So that'll make it ball one, one and one. Are they going to check with the first base umpire? I guess not. So O'Malley ready to go. And a one-one pitch. Lefty to lefty. is going to be outside half for strike two. 
Welsh reached on an error. And the second run came across to score there in the second inning when Myers trotted in. Ground ball that the second baseman just couldn't dig. Here's one that's down and away for ball two, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Here in the bottom of the fifth, Carney had an opportunity last inning but couldn't get an insurance run across after the first two men reached base. On a weird double play to end the game, or end the inning, check swing foul ball back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Thank you to all of our fine sponsors, and thank you for making ESPN Tri-Cities your home for Kearney Baseball and Kearney High and Kearney Catholic Sports. Win back up again a little bit here. Again, it's been blowing from right to left, but really we haven't seen one hit over anybody's head today as a big hook Welsh is out in front of it, and he'll go down on strikes. That's just the second strike out of the ball game for Robert O'Malley. And that'll bring up Cale Conrad. He towered one to the third baseman, Ryan Bauer, in the first. And then fielder's choice in the second. Force out at second to end that inning. So the left fielder made the catch there to end the top half of the inning. Takes one low and away for ball one. Again, Carney has just three hits in the baseball game. Creighton prep with four. And O'Malley, the full windup. And pitch bounces in front of the plate, scooped up there by Pakota. And it's 2-0. Kentucky has taken the first set in the National Volleyball Semifinals from Washington. Texas and Wisconsin will play after that in Omaha. Fastball high, and it's ball three to Cale Conrad. Again, Hastings College soccer team advances on due to a COVID no contest from the opposition. And this one low and away ball four. So a four-pitch walk to the leadoff hitter, Cale Conrad. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Dawson Stutz. Struck out in the first and flew out to right in the third. And with Coach Archer going through the motions, I'm guessing we're going to see him square around a bunt. And that's what Prep thinks as well. And now Coach Mooney's going to make a trip to the mound. We may see a pitching change. He made one. Trip out there earlier, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you, and he will reach out and grab the baseball. And so we will have a pitching change with one out here in the bottom of the fifth, a runner on first and one out, Kearney two, prep nothing. We'll talk about the new pitcher when we return on ESPN Tri-Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080 or our website is www.homecarney.com. Now taking the mound for Omaha Creighton Prep is Michael Mechna. Mechna pinch hit earlier in game number one for Robert O'Malley, four to third innings. He struck out two, walked one, which was his last batter, and only gave up three hits, only gave up the two runs, but they were unearned. The errors all happened. I think, well, excuse me, I think one of them was earned. One of them was unearned. Throw over to first, just trying to see if Stutz will square up. He did not. Kale Conrad over at first after the one-out walk. Stutz at the plate, then Braden Anderson. As we're back to action here at Historic Memorial Field. Two to one, Carney, bottom of the fifth. Stutz is squaring to bunt, and he will pull it back. The throw is high, ball one. They'll fire it down to first, but Conrad is back in there. One ball and no strikes. For Mechna, seven and two thirds innings. He has come in and actually started one game, but thrown in six different ones. His ERA is 6.4. Carney hoping to help that out a little bit. Throw over to first, nothing there. Both runs coming out for Carney in the second inning. RBI single from Roseberry, but there were three errors in the inning. And a drop down bunt down the first baseline. Stutz able to get past the pitcher, but they'll still scoop it over and uh, make the out at first base with Parker Mooney holding his ground. Well job fielding it there, McKenna. Or Mechna, excuse me. And moving over to second will be Kale Conrad on the sacrifice punt. But two outs down to bottom of the fifth. And Braden Anderson hit a towering infield fly to the second baseman, Kobe Hatcher, and then grounded back to the pitcher. And he can help himself right here. He's the man of record, 2-1, to one, with a chance to make it 3-1 to one with a hit. And he will pop this one up. Will it stay in play? Yes, it will. First and second calling for it. Hatcher's under it. And for the second time, Anderson has flown out to the second baseman. So Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on via the walk. And we go to the top of the sixth. Carney two and prep one. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! 
Rolling along here in game two of our doubleheader between the Creighton Prep Junior Jays and Carney. As we said, Creighton Prep, this is the first time that they've had to move that bus west of Lincoln for the baseball season, and they don't come out here again. There's no trips to Grand Island or anything else this way. So they're trying to get out of here with a sweep, and Carney High, after losing the opener 13-1, to where they pounded out 15 hits, they've been held to four hits, and trail 2-1. to one. Braden Anderson out there for the top of the sixth, and we're down the middle of the lineup here. 4-5-6, designated hitter Brock Laney, followed by Ryan Bauer and Kalen Pakota. And the lefty Laney stands in there. First pitch to him is going to sail inside for a strike. Nice little off-speed for Laney. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first and grounded out to second to end the third. And Anderson kicks and fires. Swung on and grounded to second, but Tanner Johnson has it played. Knocks it down, finds it, throws to first. Roseberry dug it. Nice job. Johnson knocked it down, and then it just kind of rolled a couple feet away. His first reach for the baseball, he didn't get it, so then he knew he had to hurry. And Roseberry dug it out. Those two guys have been buds for a long, long time, so they're going to look at each other with a nod. Go. That's a nice play both ways. So, Laney... Retired for the second straight time to Johnson, and that'll bring up Ryan Bauer. Struck out to end the first and flew out to the shortstop, Dawson Stutz, to start the fourth. And the first pitch into Bauer will be out of the zone, ball one, one and oh. Anderson obviously works much quicker with nobody on base. Fastball going to be a little up, ball two, two and oh. And again, without a lot of hits in the baseball game, I mean, the leadoff man, Sam Ryberg, has two of their four. And this one's going to be popped up down the right field line, short right field, coming in Creed Martin, still coming in, still coming in, and he makes the catch. And if you're familiar, first baseman Roseberry kind of got turned around by the wind, but then Martin says, I got it, I got it, so he got out of the way. You have the infield turf that's brown. There's about a six-foot stripe behind the brown that gets you to the outfield. And Martin caught it just before he got to that. So he was six feet away from being in the infield. And Martin's had a heck of a day out there in right field. He has made numerous catches. Two up, two down. And here's Pakota. He'll swing and miss at the first pitch. Strike one. He's one of the guys that flew out to right. He also popped out to second. Here in the last three innings, as Anderson Wheels and deals low and away for ball one. Two flyouts to right in the fourth. One in the fifth and another one here in the sixth. So busy out there in right field despite the wind howling out to left. I just thought we'd see more out that way. Even in that 13-run, 15-hit first game, they just hit the gaps and they rolled to the wall. I haven't seen the gaps in the outfield hit that many times. There were six doubles. Count now 2-1. To Pakota. And the 2-1 pitch, Anderson outside. Ball three. Kobe Hatcher's on deck. He's flown out twice to center and to right. 2-1, Carney, top of the sixth. No runs in the fourth, no runs in the fifth. Fastball, low. And so a full count walk to Pakota. 
And that'll bring up Kobe Hatcher. As we said, flew to center in the second and ended the fourth by flying out to Creed Martin. So Hatcher stands in. Just needing one run to tie the ball game here in the top of the sixth. But Carney four outs away from the victory. Braden Anderson, pretty effective. He's had a couple full counts in there, but not like the last time we saw him. Taking a long time to eye into the catcher, Dylan Welsh. Throw over to first. Not a big lead over there for Pakota. Again, he's catching this game, but in the first game, Pakota was the shortstop. So he's one of those that has a little capability to run. He's got a nice lead over there. And the pitch going to be a little low for ball one. All of a sudden, Anderson, who looked like maybe he could breeze through the inning, is starting to throw a few just outside the zone. Hatcher going to take his time before getting set again. Anderson on the first base side of the rubber. Just needs to get the batter. The 1-0 pitch. That's in there for strike one. Works the inner half. One and one. When we're done tonight, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, a chat with assistant coach Matt Conant. Get you on to the rest of your Thursday. Anderson again, a long look in. Checks first and finally comes to the stretch. And the 1-1 pitch from Anderson. High, ball two. Two and one. Anderson actually only has one strikeout in the ball game. And now four walks after issuing that to Pakota, and he's down in the count 2-1 here to Kobe Hatcher in the seventh slot here, the second baseman for the Junior Jays. 2-1 pitch, fastball, fouled away, brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Wendy Vosser or Robert Kyatt. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. How many times have we had that tonight? <laughs> two and two with two outs. Roseberry holding the runner on at first. Outfield playing a little deeper and left for Cale Conrad, but otherwise pretty straight up. And the 2-2 pitch now from Braden Anderson to Kobe Hatcher. Swung on and ripped into left field. Base hit. The runner was on the move, but he is not going to be able to get to third. That was ripped so hard. Corbin Rich was pretty close to it, but he didn't even have a chance. So a solid single to left for Kobe Hatcher. And something cooking here with two outs for Creighton Prep. And that will bring up the right fielder, Jack Stessman. He singled to start the fifth. He was the last man to have a base hit until, oh, no, excuse me, Mooney had a hit as well. So he stands in there. He walked in the second, singled in the fifth. Again, the tying run at second, but with two outs. And again, Anderson just has dramatically slowed down with these runners on base. Another timeout call. So now Braden comes set. Runners at first and second. And the pitch. Swung on and a big swing and a miss. Strike one. (laughs) Thinking fastball, shaking his head, looking out at the mound, going, all right, you got me. You got me. Looks down at the third base coach, wants some signals. Probably just wants some time to recoup. It's like shooting an air ball free throw, what I just saw there. But Stessman's been doing okay. He stands back in there. And the 0-1 pitch from Anderson. Fastball, but outside ball one, one and one. Drew Jensen would be next. And I 
Again, if the stats that they have provided us are correct, he's still a 300 hitter, Jensen, so I wouldn't want to get to him too bad. One and one. Stessman, the lefty, waiting. Anderson now comes set. Shortly away from second. And the pitch. Curveball that doesn't. Trying to overthrow that curve. He's really trying to get it to break, and you overthrow it, nothing's going to happen, and it's two and one. So the first two men went down quietly. Laney grounded to second. Bauer flew out to right, then a walk and a solid single with two outs. And now a 2-1 count to the number eight batter, Jack Stessman. And outside again, ball three. Three and one. Welsh has went out and talked to him a couple of times, but that's not usually because of a situation where he's getting wild. It's usually before the first pitch to the next batter just discussing what they're doing defensively. And Stessman can now sit on one. Let's see if he's taking all the way or if he's ripping. He looks like a ripper to me. And the 3-1 pitch. He's taken, and it is low, ball four. And now we've gone from tying the game to potentially taking the lead in the game. I'm surprised we haven't got a visit to the mound from the Kearney dugout. They're sending some folks maybe to go warm up. I think I'd walk out there and talk to my young man, especially when the number nine man's coming up. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Coach Connett's going to walk out there. And I think first just to talk to Braden Anderson because they just got down to the bullpen to start warming up. I think it's Wagner down there. We talked about him earlier. So Stessman is at first. He walked. Hatcher is at second. He singled. And Pakota is at third. He walked with two outs. 13-1 to in the opener. Creighton Prep. But here, Carney has been battling. And, boy, you just hate to see if this doesn't go Carney's way because Braden Anderson has pitched very well throughout the season, but his record doesn't show it. Again, he's lost two straight 2-1 to one games. Now he's trying to hold on to a 2-1. to one. And Coach Connett's going to come back to the dugout. And our runners head back out to their bags. And Creighton Prep has put in a pinch runner down at third. That's Grant Wagner. He's down there at third. And I think he just came in. I never saw him come in at any other point. So Grant Wagner is down there at third. And we're ready to go. Drew Jensen reached on a fielder's choice in the second, flew out to right in the fifth. Bases loaded the pitch from Anderson, crowded towards second. Two hopper to Johnson. He'll scoop it to second, and they're out of the inning. So they leave the bases loaded, but Carney is able to survive as we go to the bottom of the sixth. It's the Bearcats 2 with the Junior Jays of Creighton Prep 1. High School Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great on ESPN Tri-Cities. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. 
More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Nerves a little frayed there in the bottom of the, or top of the six. Now we get to the bottom of the six. There were no runs, one hit, no errors. Bases left loaded there in the top of the sixth for Creighton Prep. And we go to the bottom of the sixth. Carney still leading it two to one. They scored two in the second. Prep got one in the third. Prep has now left five men on the last two innings, eight for the game. And the heart of the order again for Carney, four, five, six. Tanner Johnson, Corbin Rich, Easton Bruce. Johnson reached on an error in the second and grounded out to third to end the third. And now he's leaving things off to start the sixth inning here on ESPN. And the relief pitcher, Michael Meckett, came in two-thirds of an inning to finish things off there in the fifth after Carney was able to get a little something going. First pitch low, ball one, second pitch inside, ball two. So Johnson quickly on top here. 2-0. 2-0. And the pitch. Going to be strike one taken pretty much all the way. Our high school baseball brought to you by ENT Physicians. Buffalo Roofing, Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle, Family Physical Therapy, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, and Five Points Bank of Kearney working quickly. Strike two call. That one was on the upper portion of the zone from Michael Mechna. And now... They say on the board it's 3-1. and one. I think it might be 2-2, two and two, but the pitch to Johnson, that's high, and it is ball four. Okay. So a leadoff walk here for Tanner Johnson. Ken Carney, get it going. Now Corbin Rich, maybe the only guy in the lineup that you don't ask to bunt. Although he could. And here come the signals from Coach Brad Archer. Corbin had two hits in the first game. He's one for two, flew out to center, and singled to lead off the fourth, where Carney had the first two men on and then ended on an unusual double play. And he'll swing mightily at a fastball through it, strike one. So there was no squaring to bunt, and there was no thinking defensively he was going to either. No balls, one strike to Corbin Rich. Easton Bruce is next. Looks like we've got some... Talking out there. Now Rich squares to bunt, lays it down. Can it stay fair? Oh, they touched it, and they throw it. He's safe. They pulled him off the bag. That ball was going to roll foul, and the Bearcats get a break. Now nobody's covering third, and hustling over to third is Tanner Johnson. And Carney finally has something to yell about down in their dugout. Oh, my goodness. So Rich technically will reach on the error, but it's a sacrifice bunt. So a sacrifice, he reaches on the air of the catch, or no, the pitcher, excuse me. The pitcher actually picked up the bat, uh, the ball, which was on the chalk on the turf. It was already moving into foul ground. And they would have had him out had he not thrown it too high there. And now another trip to the mound. So that's going to shake things up. I don't think we're going to see a picking, pitching change. They just want to, again, talk about defense. But now, golden opportunity for Carney. First and third, nobody out. Bottom of the sixth, Easton Bruce is in there. In a 2-1 game, 
And I guess we are going to have a pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll tell you who the new pitcher is with Kearney up 2-1 in the bottom of the sixth next. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Well, the new pitcher will be Thomas Leiden. He's a junior here for the Omaha Creighton Prep Junior Jays, and he's got to find a way to at least put a Band-Aid on this. They want to keep Tanner Johnson from scoring, but he's at third with nobody out. And at first, Corbin Rich. I don't think they pinch ran for him. They already did that once. And Easton Bruce looks at a big over-the-top curveball in there for strike one. Yowza. Nice pitch in there from Thomas Leiden. He is also a lefty. The third pitcher of the ball game for Creighton Prep. The 0-1, same thing, but that bounces at the plate. Catcher doesn't really locate it, and Rich doesn't go to second. Everybody stays there. One ball and one strike. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities for today's baseball action. Leiden. Six and two-thirds innings so far, but he's also been in his seventh appearance. ERA of 2.1, so he's a spot reliever. Fastball high, ball two. Two and one to Bruce. Max Myers is the designated hitter. He would be next. Two on, nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth. Carney clinging to the 2-1 lead. They need some insurance. They really want it. And waiting, the 2-1 pitch. Swung on and missed by Bruce. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Easton, a pretty good contact hitter. Got hit by a pitch last time and reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the second. Now a 2-2 pitch to Bruce. And it bounces in front of the plate. That'll allow the runner to get down to second. That's a great job by Pakota. That bounced off the plate, off his mask, straight in the air. He was able to locate it, but a wild pitch will allow Corbin Rich to get down to second. So now two runners in scoring position with nobody out, and the count is full on Easton Bruce. 
And after him, then you go to the bottom of the order, 7-8-9, which is Myers, Roseberry, Welsh. And they're hoping they can all bat, get something really going here. 3-2 pitch to Bruce. Waits on it. Leiden fires. It's ball four. Low, again, bounces, and the bases are loaded. Again, Carney isn't ripping the baseball all around the ballpark. They still have just three hits, but now they've got the bases loaded. A walk, the sacrifice butt by Corbin Rich, but he reached on the error, and now a walk to Bruce. And that'll bring up Max Myers. Not what Coach Mooney had in mind as Leiden came in there and first pitch looked like he was thrown in college. It was such a good breaking ball, and then he couldn't finish things off with a walk. So Myers is in there, reached on an error, and scored in the second, struck out in the fourth. First pitch, fastball, bounces again. Ball one. Don't know if he's a little anxious or if he's just trying to overthrow his pitches right now. The left-hander on the third base side of the rubber looks in the dugout. Whatever the pitch call is for throw a strike is what they've probably referenced him to right here. No place to put him. The 1-0. And it's in there for a strike. Wouldn't actually put it past Coach Archer to drop down the suicide here. But he has not signaled in anything. He's folded the arms. And he's going to see what Max can do. The 1-1 pitch. It's way high. Ball two. Cash Roseberry, the first baseman, is on deck. He actually has the only RBI of the ball game. And now walking off the mound is Leiden trying to collect his thoughts here a little bit. The infield is in to cut down the runner at the plate. Don't want to give any more up, but also a little easier to get a base hit when you're in. The 2-1 pitch. Myers fouls it away. Behind it over the Creighton Prep dugout on the first base side. Brought to you by Home Real Estate, Steve Corum, Rhonda Johnson, your home real estate agents. American Legion Baseball on ESPN Radio, Tri-Cities. Bases loaded with nobody out in the bottom of the sixth for Carney. Two and two, Thomas Lydon, the third pitcher. Brings home a very important pitch to Myers, and he'll foul it away. Chopped it back to his own dugout. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up next. Of course, Creighton Prep's got three more outs to work with. Carney just wants to make it a lot harder for them to have any incentive. They need to go get something here as well. It will be the top of the order again for Creighton Prep. One, two, three. Ryberg has actually led off. He'll lead off his fourth inning as the number one man. The pitch swung on and skied. That's going to be an infield fly rule. If it stays fair, it's not. It's going to come back into foul territory. And what a – well, let's find out. They are going to say, is it a catch or not? And they're going to say it was not a catch. That is such a tough play. The wind howling. Pakoda laid out for it. And then it appeared that it may have popped out of his glove. It looked like – He dove, the ball would have been underneath his glove, and then when he got up, the ball was on the ground. Oh, this is a tough one. And so the man in charge, Jimmy Langan, is going to call it safe. Ricky Trammell is going to go out there and get some help. 
I hate that for an umpire, too, because that was such a great effort. I don't know if he caught it clean or not. That would have been a big out for Creighton Prep because then that brings a double play into play. What an effort, but nonetheless, it's just going to be a foul ball, so we're going to do it again. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out, bases loaded. Myers gets new life in the pitch. High ball three, and the count is full. No place to put him. So Ken Myers put the ball in play, or if it's not there, draw the bases loaded walk. And if you're Leiden, you've just got to put it down the middle. And the 3-2 pitch from Leiden. Swung on and missed, strike three. So they got him anyway. And the first out here, a strike out of Max Myers goes down for the second time. But the bases remain loaded for the first baseman, Cash Roseberry. Roseberry singled in a run in the second and then hit a line drive off the right fielder tip of his glove. So he's actually two for two. He's got two of the three hits for Carney. And that shot he had in right was a heck of an effort by Jack Stessman. He laid out and it just went off the tip of his glove. And even though that led to a double play, first pitch here is high ball one because the base runners thought it had been caught, but it clearly rolled away. Everybody in the ballpark saw it except the two runners for Carney. And so they threw into third, back to second, and got the double play. First pitch high, 1-0. The 1-0 pitch to Cash. Swung on and fouled straight back to the net, 1-1. So both of his base hits have been to right field. Carney doesn't care where it is. If he can get one more here. One ball, one strike. Dylan Welsh on deck. And even though double plays can be part of the equation, Carney wants to put the ball in play. Back at second and third, in at the corners. The pitch. It's a squeeze. It's a suicide. Roseberry lays it down. The run scores. We talked about it with Myers and Cash. Roseberry lays down a perfect suicide squeeze, and Carney gets an insurance run to make it 3-1. to one. So there it is again. We talked about it defensively. Roseberry made a nice pick of a low throw by Tanner Johnson. Here he makes the bunt, and Tanner Johnson comes in to score. So the second RBI for Roseberry, and a nice play by Leiden to come off the mound and, and make the play. And now let's see if we have a pinch hitter here for Carney. I think we do. Coming in for Carney is going to be Reese Bober. Bober started and played in left field in the first game. And Bober will come in with runners at second and third and now two outs. In that first game, Bober reached on a walk but was 0 for 2. Big at bat for him here to really put this one into good shape. And it's down the middle for strike one. 0 and 1 from Thomas Leiden. So Carney bases loaded, nobody out. A strikeout, a suicide squeeze to make sure they got one. 3-1 Bearcats. And two more ducks on the pond here for Reese Bober. Open stance from the right-hander against Leiden, the left-hander. He'll hit it into center field, but it's going to be hit well enough that it's caught. 
by Drew Jensen. So Bober put a move on it, but he flies out to center. For Carney, they pick up the one run. There actually were no hits. There were there was one error, and the bases, two men left on. So Carney needs three outs. Creighton Prep needs two runs. High school baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. We go to the top of the seventh. Carney three, Prep one. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney Online at headtotheshed.com. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! We go to the top of the seventh, and what Kearney fans hope is the final inning in their favor. And again, it's the top of the order. And Sam Ryberg, who has two of their five hits and has reached all three times, singled in the first, singled in the third, walked in the fifth. Braden Anderson trying to go the distance. First pitch is out and away, ball one. So 1-0. But now you have a one-run cushion. It's 3-1. Got that insurance run there in the bottom of the sixth. Again, the top of the order was vicious in the first game. Fastball low, ball two, and some issues with his control. We saw Lucas Wegner warming up down to the bullpen. That would be a huge spot to bring the sophomore in. Need strikes from Braden. It's 3-0. I would imagine a walk here would be the end of his night. He's already walked four. Got to settle down and just throw it down the middle. Expect Ryberg to take it. When you need base runners, the 3-0. Fastball. Ooh. Outside ball four. Not the old automatic there. So a leadoff four-pitch walk to Sam Ryberg. And that'll bring up Parker Mooney. Walked in the first. Sacrifice bunt in the third. Singled in the fifth. So he has handled the bat well as well. Creighton Prep hasn't had the opportunity to run as much as they did in the first ball game. No need to chance it here, I wouldn't think. Outside and high, ball one. Braden Anderson has just thrown five straight balls, and how long will Coach Archer wait this out? He's got a great pitcher out there. He knows Anderson could just get out of this in about three pitches, but he's got to find the strike zone here. Again, they left the bases loaded last inning. The 1-0. Fastball low, but a strike. Caught him at the knees. One and one. Mr. Trammell likes to signal strikes both ways depending on where the the pitch is, so he's thrown me off a couple of times, but he's done a pretty good job in there. One ball, one strike. Anderson delivers. Mooney, outside corner, strike two. 
So Anderson, after throwing five straight balls, two straight strikes, Grant Hatcher is next. New West Post game show coming up. Hopefully in three outs, not six. 3-1 lead, Carney, And the pitch, swung on and hit into left field. That's going to stay in the park. It'll be close to the foul line. Conrad comes over and he stabs at it and he makes the catch again. He actually had run across the foul line and then reached back across his body to make the catch. And there's out number one. So Conrad has had a couple of adventures out there. I thought the amusement park was up at the mall this week, but we've seen a couple of them out there. And with the wind howling, there's no doubt that it should. Here's Grant Hatcher. Sacrifice bunt on the first. Ground out in the only RBI for prep in game two in the second and flew out to left. That was another one of those in the fifth when they had the sacks with two men on. First pitch here taken for strike one. So Prep left two on in the fifth. The base is loaded in the sixth. They're down 3-1. The tying run at the plate. Sam Ryberg has reached all four times. He's at first. Hatcher at the plate, down on the count, 0-1 to Braden Anderson. And the pitch, outside and high, ball one. So Anderson has not worked the inside of the plate much, and I don't blame him. We saw what these left-handers at the top of the order could do even against maybe a little less experience in that first game against Riley Miller and the rest of the guys. But they've stayed away from letting them pull it. The 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball chopped in the infield. Shortstop charges. Stutz has it over to first. Roseberry stretches, and he's on the bag for the out. Boy, got it in between hops, but Stutz got it over there. Roseberry, it didn't bounce, but he had to stretch a little bit. And Carney is one out away. Now batting. From getting back in a win column here over a good team from Creighton Prep. Brock Laney, 0 for 3 in the game. He has just one hit today. We do not need heroics here. Down to second is Ryberg, but he means nothing at the moment. 3-1 Carney. Braden Anderson, three straight close decisions. End the pitch. Fastball in there for strike number one. Dylan Welsh hasn't had to do a whole lot of work. Anderson's not bouncing them all over the place, but Welsh has done a good job behind the dish. Ryan Bauer on deck. He would have to bat for this game to continue. The 0-1 pitch to Laney, the DH. He's going to take it that just misses out. Maybe a little low, 1-1. One one. Ball gets past the pitcher, but... Shortstop Stutz makes sure that it doesn't get to the outfield for a free pass. 13-1 prep in the opener. 3-1 Carney here in the nightcap. Carney Golf finished third today at Columbus. Medalist was the Bearcats' Cole Federson. Congrats there. Grand Island got second as a team. The 1-1 pitch to Laney. That was a little low. Ball two. With Ryan Bauer on deck, who's also 0-3 for 3 in the game. Sun has been shining a lot more over the last four innings than it was the first game and a half here today. Anderson will step off the mound. And Carney, I kind of like the defense. not really worrying about him over there at second. Just play it straight up, see what happens. Stutz gets back over there to his shortstop position because that run means nothing. 2-1 pitch. Up and away, ball three. That's how Ryberg got on was a four-pitch walk. The fifth of the ball game for Anderson. 
3-1. Bearcat fans pulling for one more out. Anderson takes a long stare in it. Welsh comes set. And the 3-1 pitch. Fastball right down the pipe, taken all the way. Strike two. Full count. Carney one strike away from their 10th win of the season. Ryberg gets second. The tying run at the plate. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, top of the seventh. Anderson kicks and fires. It's going to be fouled down the left field line. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Get a big thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school baseball. Don't forget to vote for your favorite student athlete for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Could be our winner in April. One male, one female. Nominate them at platteriverpreps.com. Once again, Anderson comes set. And another 3-2 pitch to Brock Laney. Fastball high. Ball four. The tying run is reached. Both base runners here in the seventh via the walk. Ryan Bauer struck out in the first, flew out to the shortstop in the fourth, flew out to the right fielder. Last time we're going to get a pinch runner, and that's going to be Grant Wagner. Number 17, Grant Wagner, the sophomore, comes into first as a pinch runner for Brock Laney. Would they try a double steal here? Standing in, Ryan Bauer, the pitch. Swung on and popped up in the infield. Looking for it is going to be Dawson Stutz. Wind pushing it. He's under it. He's got it, and Kearney wins by a final score of 3-2-1 on another really good pitching performance, albeit too many walks from our man Braden Anderson. But he gets a complete game, five-hit win today by a score of 3-1. to one. Coming up next, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show as we wish the Creighton Prep Junior Jays a safe trip back to Omaha. They came out and dominated game one by a score of 13-1, to but Carney is able to win the pitching duel and take game two despite only three hits, 3-1. to All the numbers and a chat with assistant coach Matt Conant when we come back. Here to Memorial At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Doug Duda and our producer engineer Jeff Babel back at Memorial Field. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney wins game two of the doubleheader, 3-1. to one. Creighton Prep took the opener, 13-1. to one. Assistant coach Matt Conant is with us. How does Braden Anderson's demeanor after those 2-2-1 losses, and here 3-1, we can always make fun that nobody's scoring for him, but I don't think Braden wants to go out and throw in a game as we figured against Lincoln High that you guys would win by 10 runs. What's, what's his mental state right now? Well, he's, I mean, he's, he's, all, he's a pretty fierce competitor, obviously, but uh, I was glad to see him go the, go the whole way. And, you know, he uh, had a couple 2-1 losses here his last two outings, but uh, – the nice thing for him today was he had a couple innings where his pitch count was really low, which, I mean, we were at 64 going into the sixth inning. Um, he threw about maybe 20 pitches that sixth inning or so. But, uh, you know, being at 64 through five, that's that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, and that's going to that's gonna give you the chance to at least go get go out for the seventh for sure. Did your – how was your scouting report since you get to play the doubleheader? You saw him, especially the top of the order, just ripping the ball all over the yard in that first game and uh, trying to stay away so that the lefties couldn't pull it and, and hit the gaps. What was the discussion with Braden? Well, the big thing for him um, was, I mean, he, he's, been, he's been real good his last three outings now. Um, you know, he's been good other times during the year, but his last three outings with those, those two, those two one-run losses over the last couple of weeks and then tonight, I mean, he's just been – He's been in and around the zone, not walking a lot of guys, um, making them put the ball in play. And then, and then the biggest thing for him, uh, he's throwing his changeup really consistently here the last couple outings, and we're getting a lot of first pitch swings on that on that changeup, um, which is leading us to have some lower pitch count innings too, because a lot of times we'll get an out fly ball on that first pitch, which that helps your pitch count a ton. They helped with the errors in, in the second inning to get the couple of runs, but Cash Roseberry had a really nice mm-hmm. game for you here today. Two for two, he hits the suicide squeeze. He makes a big scoop on a throw from Tanner Johnson over here. Just and he's, You've got about three guys that are seeing a little more playing time than they were yeah. before the conference tournament. He's one of them. What do you, what'd you see today and how he's getting a little more PT? Well, he's, he's, always, he's always good defensively over there. Um, you know, Cash isn't the fastest guy in the world, so – the uh, the ability to run the bases maybe 
can be suspect at times, but as long as he's putting the putting the bat on the ball and, and giving you know at least putting some pressure on the defense when he's at the plate, um, we know we kind of know what we're going to get from him defensively. Uh, but you know, and, and and he handles the bat well, and you saw that when he laid that bun down today. Unofficially, only eight hits in the doubleheader, which again you didn't have to. You only played six innings here and five innings in the first game. Left some guys on again, especially in that first game, but not striking out today either. You're putting the ball in play. What are you seeing? Is is there some improvement? Well, I think the approaches were better. Um, our, our the pitches we were going after earlier in the in the early in the counts were were better pitches, more more apt to to go after those types of pitches than 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 we maybe have been over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but uh, we. Uh, the pitch selection was was definitely better for sure. Um, one, I, I went over to get this from game one because it was the last question I wanted to ask you. Maybe it's just bad luck, but uh, the I, I've done enough of the games that it seems like with the shortstop holding the runner at second, there have been so many hits yeah. right to the shortstop position. What, what does that come down to? Even in my days playing, you know, the second baseman, the shortstop. It, it's a 50-50 call. Yeah. Usually it was if it's a left-hander or a right-hander. Yeah. That's not necessarily the case anymore. Well, and it's a lot of that falls back on our pitcher. Um, they've, they've got to just give him time to get back. Uh, they're, they're, and we've talked about that a couple different times, and we talked about it within the last two days of practice too. Like they, I mean, the pit, sometimes our pitchers tend to get in this rhythm to where it's, you know, one look and go or two looks and go. And, and they just need to, if they see that shortstop isn't, isn't back yet. They've got to give them an extra count. I mean, they just it, there's there's no other there's no other way around it. They've just got to they've got to be able to to hold for for another count and give him another couple steps back. All right, Matt. We'll let you get down the row here. Uh, best of luck uh, on the road here with two in Norfolk, and then uh, uh, off to Bellevue. We'll see you when you get back home. Yep. Thanks for the coverage. You bet, Matt Connett, assistant coach for the Carney Bearcats. They're able to split the doubleheader. Uh, didn't look pretty in game one, but they actually had more hits. Thirteen to one prep, and then the great pitching performance in game two. They went at three to one. We'll give you all the numbers on the New West Post Game Show right after this on ESPN Tri Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. All right, we're back with you here on the New West Post Game Show on ESPN Radio. First off for Omaha Creighton Prep, I had them for one run on five hits, one Carney error, and eight men left on base uh, in this baseball game. And, and uh, let's 
I better scratch that out one more time because in the seventh, I didn't give you the numbers there. There were no runs. There were no hits. There were no errors, but there were a couple of guys left on because of the walks. So those numbers are right, uh, but add two more. So they left 10 men on base, including seven over the last three innings. So Creighton Prep definitely had their uh, opportunities. Braden Anderson goes the distance. He has seven innings uh, today. And uh, had, as we said, a little problem with the walk. One of the reasons there were so many guys on the last three innings, five walks by Anderson. He issued seven walks unofficially in the baseball game, and something that's unusual, I believe only the one strikeout here for uh, Braden Anderson. Uh, He gave up uh, just the uh, five hits in the baseball game and the one run, but Anderson does pick up the win. For Carney Hine, three runs. On just the three hits, there were four errors by Creighton Prep. Carney left six men on base. Unofficially, uh, Robert O'Malley goes four and a third innings. He's the hard luck loser. He left with the score two to one. He had one walk, two strikeouts, gave up three hits. Then he was replaced by Michael uh, Mecken, and he went two-thirds of an inning, one walk, no strikeouts, and Thomas Leiden, one walk, one strikeout, as he pitched the bottom of the sixth in relief and uh, finished things up for the Creighton Prep Junior Jays. For Carney, as we said, there were only three hits. Two of those we gave to Cash Roseberry, and he had two of the team's three RBIs. The other run scored on an error uh, that Dylan Welsh uh, drove in. So Roseberry was two for two with the suicide squeeze and two singles, and uh, the other base hit in the ball game today for Carney Heim was from uh, Corbin Rich in the fourth inning. Rich was... Uh, two hits in the uh, first game, so he ends up with three hits in the ball game today. As Carney had five total hits in the first game, but fell by a score of thirteen to one. Luke Papa, the complete game five hitter there for the Junior Jays. We'll wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. All right, up next for Kearney, as we mentioned with Coach Connett, they will head to Norfolk. They won't play the Panthers. Instead, they'll play Grand Island for the third time this year, but they have already played Norfolk and and beat them as well. And then they will also take on Omaha South. Then they will be on the road just one game next week. Uh, I'm guessing that they wish they would have found a way to get another one on the schedule. Uh, They go to Bellevue East, and that game will be on Tuesday. And then they come home to take on Lincoln Southwest a week from Saturday. That's at 12 noon here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And on Monday the 3rd, they take on Omaha Burke, who is 5-11 going into today. So uh, 
Coach Archer said it in the pregame. They need to win some games to move up the points so they can stay out of the bunny bracket. They know that wherever they go, they're going to be an underdog, but they don't want to be a bunny bracket and have to play one of the top teams in the state uh, right away if they win that bunny bracket game. So they split here with Creighton Prep. Uh, Omaha Creighton Prep now 11-10. and 10. And for Kearney, after the doubleheader split, they are now 10-12. and 12. And as we said, Lincoln Southwest will be a tough one, but definitely uh, Omaha South's 12-10. and 10, But if they could get one there, that's a big one. They've beaten Grand Island twice. Cal Higgins, I think, is going to get the ball in that one. And uh, then maybe he'll have enough time to come back and, and get the ball again against Lincoln Southwest. Four... The opponents from Creighton Prep, they've still got a lot of baseball. Again, it's been a busy week. This is the third straight day that they have played. And then Saturday, they will host Bennington and Omaha Ron Colley. Monday, they go to Millard North. They've got Southwest coming in next week uh, as well. They go to the Millard South Invitational. And Millard West is still on the schedule. So they've got some real tough opponents still to come for Creighton Prep. And for Kearney, they're hoping that they can find a way to keep it at 500 or above in those power points. 13 to 1, Creighton Prep in game one, 3 to 1, Kearney in game two. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producers and engineers today, Stacy Johnson and Jeff Babel. I'm Doug Duda. National Volleyball semifinals are going on. Hastings College Soccer advances to the next round because of COVID with the other team. Those are a couple of the headlines. We'll see you tomorrow on the Doug and Daddy Show. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.